Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Diary of Our Souls. We are still in the series Betrayed Into Purpose. This week's episode is called Crushing. If you listened to last week's episode, then you kind of, I really walked you guys through the experience of finding out about the infidelity in the marriage and you know what that truly looked like how I was able to come about finding it and and what I saw knowing that you know my ex-husband was a cheater it's hard sometimes I try not to label him as a cheater um that's just the goodness that's just that's just the goodness in me is that I I try not to label him these negative things that have transpired in the relationship because at the end of the day like I know that that's not what God looks at him as and I I I know that that's not how God views him I know that God wants to redeem him and God wants to restore him and just restore that that brokenness of 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 really trauma there's there's a trauma that's occurred in in him to have made him act out in the way that he's acted out i'm going to share a lot of about the infidelity in the marriage um because as i've said before that is my perspective on the story and it's not his story, so I don't want to share too much of the things that he's personally gone through in his life or that I feel that he's gone through that has got him to the place that he is. Uh, ultimately, two reasons. One, because it's his story. Two, because I'm not a doctor. I have no medical experience to diagnose someone. But the truth and the reality is when you cheat on your spouse, your entire marriage and you lie about it and you're deceptive and you're manipulative and you have these 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 I don't know these up and down mood swings something is mentally wrong I don't I mean it's easy for people to be like well it's not easy truth is like all of us who have been created like, it's easy to say we've all been created to do the right thing, right? But the truth is we've all been created to choose to do the right thing or not. You have you have the choice to choose right from wrong. And some of us in life are just not going to make right decisions. And I think that that's very important to look at that. You may have someone in your life, maybe a spouse, a brother, whatever, a sibling, a work relationship, where a person is just not good. And it doesn't mean that they'll never be good. They'll never do good. Because the reality of good is your definition of what good is, right? Because common sense isn't common sense to everyone. But it's important to recognize that you cannot function who you need to function as with certain people around you. And and that is what it is for me and my experience. Um, I cannot be the person that I know I'm supposed to be in the company of my ex-husband. Um, so with this week's episode, 
I want to talk about how I said in the last episode how religion, the idea of religion is ultimately what crushed me. Um, And I say this, you know, I try to be very open minded that you have people who believe in religion. You have people who believe in spirituality. We have people who believe in the power of the universe and its vibrations and its frequencies. And then, you know, we have people who believe in all of that. You know, they're, they're, it's hard because they're, you want to say that there shouldn't be an in-between. That what you believe in is what you're supposed to believe in. And, and God is who you're supposed to believe in. And Jesus Christ is who you're supposed to believe in. And, and religion is what you're supposed to believe in. But the truth of it for many of us is that we believe in the relationship that we have with God. I believe in the relationship that I have with God. Does that mean that I disregard the Bible No, because I also believe in teachings of the Bible, but there's also things that I've had to come to God within myself and say, hey, I don't understand this. I don't get this. Do you still feel the same way about me? Because I I still feel the same way about you. So I just want to make that clear that what I'm going to share in this episode is not to degrade or disregard anyone else's beliefs. It's just to talk about my experience, okay? My experience dealing with what I've gone through and betrayed into purpose and what that made my relationship with God look like. So when I say that religion was the crushing part in regards to the infidelity, it crushed me because I understand that God's word is one to always redeem, to always restore. So when I went through the infidelity, yes, I had the natural reaction to leave. I did not want to be around this person I was utterly disgusted by this person, but there was this deeper feeling in me to pray against the spirit of divorce, to pray against the spirit of infidelity, to pray against that spirit of narcissism, narcissism and manipulation and deception, to pray against the tactics of the enemy to destroy a family. I went through that. I went through that for not only the year after infidelity, but my entire marriage. I went through this praying and this going to church and this fasting. And it crushed me because here I was stuck. I was stuck on, do I leave my husband who clearly does not want to be with me? Or do I do what the church says and pray against all of these things that are happening and believe that we could be restored, believe that he could be restored, believe that this marriage could be revived. And I did that all of 2019 
And it was the worst experience of my life. It was the worst type of pain that I had went through because I was praying, 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 praying all while God was continuing to crush me. Because nothing that I prayed for, it, it, it did not. It it didn't happen. It it didn't happen. Um, and that affected my relationship with God because here I was, a believer, uh, a believer in 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 God and what you say marriage is and what you say love is. And I know that you know God's word says that if a spouse does not want to stay in a home, you can't force them to stay in a home. But if they want to stay in a home, then you let them stay in a home in hopes that your faith and what you have will restore them. That that wasn't happening in my situation. And so I had a problem with God. And I think we all get to moments in our life where we have a problem with God. Because when you feel like God's not showing up for you, everything that you've learned and everything that you believe is supposed to be true, you question that. That is a natural human reaction. Don't ever let anybody tell you that it's not okay to question God. Because in relationship with God, God wants you to come to him with your problems. And if your problems are, I got a problem with you, God, then he's going to he's gonna see you through that. He's going to step up to that. And that is the one thing through the crushing that God did is that he stepped up to me saying, I have a problem with you. Why does your word say pray for this or do this or and it, and that's not that's not becoming the reality of it and it it crushed me because i thought that god loved me much more i didn't think that i was someone that deserved to go through infidelity i didn't think that i was someone that deserved to go through not feeling safe with a partner and feeling abandoned i i just felt like I don't deserve these things. I'm a far greater person. But in my crushing, it it taught me that I'm not immune to pain, right? Like I have to feel pain. This type of pain propelled me into where I should be going into my life or the things that I should be focusing on. You know, during this crushing, during this this fallout with my relationship with God, you know, I was in so much pain. I was hurting so much that I started to pray for myself. And it felt weird at first. It felt weird to pray for my own peace of mind, for for my heart to be okay with the with the reality of what had occurred because I felt as though I had been taught for such a long time that you got to pray for your marriage, you got to pray for other people. Like yes, if infidelity does happen, like yes, Jesus does say like, you know, divorce those people. Like that's 
infidelity, like that's not okay. You know, God's word also says that everyone is not mature to be married, to be married. And I didn't start recognizing like the reality of, of like the things that I was reading in the Bible to have comfort, like the sermons or the messages that I was listening to. I had like these ears, like I wanted to listen to something make me feel okay to stay with my husband. I wanted I wanted to find where it was okay to stay with my husband. I wanted these words. I wanted I searched the Bible, all of Corinthians and Ephesians and and Matthew. I searched God's word to is it okay to give my partner the opportunity to change. And as I prayed for those things, it hurt me. So I was tired of being hurt. So I prayed for myself, like I said, I prayed for my peace and to sustain in God's peace what God offers the world to be. You know, what what joy is supposed to be. And the reality is, is that in this crushing, you know, it's kind of off topic, but it's not off topic. So Bishop T.D. Jakes has a book called Crushing, and it is a wonderful book. It is a book about how we go through experiences in life and how God will crush us in those experiences. And it's not to hurt us or to kill us. It's really to propel us. It's really to make us grow. It's as though like you are like the vineyard, right? Like like the grape, right? Because grapes make wine. And when you crush grapes, the juice that expels from them, that essentially becomes wine b- before, you know, the whole what do you call it? Like fermenting process. Um, and so in Bishop T.D. Jake's books, when he talks about being crushed to ultimately be wine, right? Because wine, wine is so good. <laughs> but not only is it so good, it goes through this process of aging and it ages so that it be- gets its delicacy that it gets its its best vibrancy, that it becomes its best to be able to be like produced in service to other people. And in the crushing of beginning to like, after I read that book, that really like opened my perspective, like on why I was going through what I was going through, why God was allowing the things to happen to me, good or bad, everything passes through the hands of God. And with that understanding, you also have to know that just as much as God loves me, God loves my ex-husband, right? So just as much as God wants to see me through this, he wants to see my ex-husband through this, right? But God didn't call me I mean, he didn't call me to pray for both of us. 
Although that was my duty and my responsibility as a wife. As a wife, that, that that's your duty and your responsibility. If you believe in what the word says, if you stand on your relationship with God, is that you pray for your husband, you pray for your home, you pray for hedge of protection, that, that if you are a Proverbs 31 woman, that's what you're going to do. But I got crushed so bad that I realized that it was okay for me to pray for myself, for me to see myself out of this torment, for me to see myself out of this infidelity, for me to see myself in a new aspect, in a new arena, in a new position of life. And when I got crushed, it allowed me to understand that it had to happen, right? Like I had to go through the experience that I went through. Maybe it's for this. Maybe it's for this podcast. And maybe it's for something far greater. You know, I, I feel like I'm such a better person in a better mental state than what I was because of what I chose to surrender to. I had to surrender to pain, I had to surrender to feeling as though God was disloyal to me. I had to surrender to being open to truly forgive and to truly like have love for what my ex did because I really wanted to focus on what was he going through. And so as I went through this crushing, I went through this year of just like self-reflection. And I'm always self-reflecting. But when you go through a year, like when you take an extended amount of time to just close everything out, to block everything out, it is amazing what you learn about yourself because you have no distractions right? You have no distractions. Maybe your everyday responsibilities are still there. I still have the responsibility of being a mother and the responsibility of going to work. But then I also started to really look at myself in a different way, which started to make me feel like, wow, like I actually want to have the leisure of time to do this more often, to spend this quality time with God more often because it felt good to be angry at God. And I know you're like, what? Like, don't, don't think that it's like a bad thing to feel angry at God. Like it's, if you believe that you're his child or you, like I said before, maybe you have this different belief on like higher power, but if you feel that you have been created from God, or you are a creation of him or whatever it is that your life has been manifested from God, then you should be comfortable enough in all aspects of emotions and who you are to bring that to God in anger and in love and in peace. We don't just receive clarity when things are going good in life and and, and we get in all these blessings and all these miracles and, you know, 
You have to be able to praise God, continue to praise him, but also say like, man, God, that hurt me. Why you let that hurt me? Why you let this person do that to me? That's the reality that I had. That's what built my relationship. That's what made me feel like, okay, I don't have to be so religious because I'm not a slave. To me, religion made me feel like a slave. But my relationship with God makes me feel like self, that I can express myself, that I can be myself, that I can be like, girl, check yourself, that I can tell my spirit like, yo, (laughs) you going to command this flesh today or am I running free today? Like I went through infidelity to be crushed and I got crushed. Not so that God could kill me. I don't even think it was to make me stronger, although it made me stronger. I think I know that I went through a crushing so that I can understand who God truly is to me. How I could truly come to God. Because when I started to come to God as self and not and not how I thought I was supposed to, I was able to communicate much clearer. I was able to understand my feelings a lot easier. I was able to release the pain and the burden of the infidelity and the lies a lot sooner than what I, I thought. I thought it was going to take me years and years to recover. But when you settle down into who you want to be with God, who you want God to be with you, that's that's on you and God. And trust me, God has checked me. God has checked me and been like, look. I did that. I did you. I created you. I sent you Earthside. I put that child in you to bring Earthside. I put you through this marriage. I provide for you. I'm who you call on. I'm who you seek. I'm who you praise. I'm who you worship. I'm who you talk to. I'm who you trying to align your life, your purpose with so that you can understand my purpose on your life. Like, don't think that just because the reality of what I've gone through has crushed me, has changed my perspective and my relationship with God that I don't, that God don't rock with me. I don't know. I kind of went off on this episode. Because <laughs> it's the truth, y'all. It's really, truly the truth of, of being crushed. It is my reality of, of what happened, of how the religion of, of crushing in regards to the outlook that I had on marriage, how that really, really, truly changed me. And so I kind of snapped a little bit. But that's like my testimony. I feel like in this episode, I shared a little bit of a testimony because you can't, you go, we go through experiences in life that make us question, God, where are you at? You, you alpha and omega, you have the, the capability, the power of being everywhere, but I don't feel you. I don't hear you. I don't see you. I don't see you in me. And 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 for me in relationship, I want to see God in me. 
I love when people tell me like that my light is so bright that it shines, that it has all this potential because that light is not me. That's just God. That's God's reflection through me. And we have these experiences, this life, because life does not appease our emotions, that some of us are at that point in our life, right? Where we, we are so connected to God, rather it's through the obedience of being religious or just the obedience and being spiritually connected to God in relationship, universally, earth-wise, environmentally-wise, like we connect with God in the way that we want. There's no right or wrong way. And we have people who are never going to get there because of their beliefs, because maybe they feel they don't have to ask God, why did my marriage fail? Maybe they feel they don't need that acknowledgement from God, right? But we are not the judger of that. And that's what my crushing taught me is that I couldn't be the judge of of the character that my husband was because he cheated on me. Because like I said, it made me look at him as, wow, you gotta have, you, you got to, there has to be something deeper that's made you become who you are. And all I can hope is that I mean, what's a better man to me? That's my definition because maybe, you know, he feels that he is the best man he is. That it don't get no better for him. That's all about perspective. That's all about beliefs, right? That's all about relationships with the things that you that you believe in and the things that you seek in this world. And just know that we experiencing crushings for the betterment of self, for the involvement of evolvement of 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 self and in this experience I had to connect myself to God in a different way that allowed me to heal allowed me to heal God allowed me to let go of the the perception that he is so religious that I can only come to him this way and not that way. He did that. And I, I want to share that you can do that. That it, it's okay however you do it. Ain't no judgment. Can't nobody, I mean, people judge you all day long. They say so ain't the final say so. They don't put breath in your body. They don't give you the opportunity to survive and to create and to trust and to step out on faith and to just to just keep on moving. What you believe in does that for you. I believe in God. I believe in my relationship with God. I believe that God created the heavens and the earth. So with that, you create a universe. If you created the heavens and the earth, you create created vibrancies and frequencies and the trees and the animals. All of this is a creation of God. And so let me relate to how I need to relate to God to get through this crushing because I don't want to be crushed and dead. 
I want to be crushed and risen. I want to be crushed and alive. I want to be crushed so that that my testimony is is a testimony for someone else. Y'all, I'm here with Diaries of Our Souls to share this story because I'm a 30-year-old woman who has been divorced, who has gone through infidelity, who has had a partner who may have some type of deeper rooted issues that ain't about me. I don't care what nobody say. My ex-husband didn't cheat on me because I was the problem. I wasn't the problem. That's deep rooted issues right there. What you're going through, you may not be the issue. You may not be the problem. You you're you are just a part of that person's story. Unfortunately. And maybe you are the 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 person with the deep rooted issues and and what you're doing affects someone it hinders someone but it also is propelling someone into purpose it's also betraying someone into purpose it's also allowing someone to pursue their purpose to pursue their calling to pursue the recognizing of what is inside them we are all determining factors to someone's purpose i play a role in my ex-husband's purpose i play a role in my daughter's purpose they play roles in my purpose same for y'all same for us what is the common denominator we're all going to get crushed we're all going to have broken hearts we're all going to have to work on our mental behaviors and how we react and how we speak and how we come at somebody and how we allow that energy and them people to come at us. The common denominator, as I always share here in Diary of Our Souls, is that there is nothing that what we are experiencing is is by ourselves. Someone else there is going through what you're going through. Be confident enough into to feel that pain, feel that joy, feel that peace, feel that happiness, feel that confidence so that it builds you so that whatever you're doing in your life, whatever your calling is, that it transpires, that it transitions, that it becomes something useful or you create something useful or you just have the reality in the mindset that, yo, Okay, if she talked to God like that, I could talk to God that way. I could do that. Crushing, like I said, crushing wasn't about what the infidelity made me feel. It was ultimately about what... How initially my reaction to dealing with the infidelity through through religion, through prayer, through just being very religious, like very religious, like very, very religious. And I'm not perfect, but it just made me, it crushed me because my my interpretation of what I thought religion is and what I thought I should be doing to save my marriage 
was not the reality of what it was. I needed to be doing what I had to do to get out of my marriage. My marriage hindered me. My marriage was going to keep me from not getting to where I needed to go. And baby, God don't play about me. He don't play about me. And when God don't play about you, he crushes you because he knows that you're going to become wine. You're a grape and he wants wine. He wants something that ages and something that is useful and something that is delicate and something that is enjoyed. I got crushed because I had to set apart my my understanding of what I've been taught, which is truly someone else's understanding. If you've been taught something, it's because someone else understands it this way and that's how they've shared it with you. So I had to let go of what I had been taught and I had to learn on my own. And I snapped, y'all. I'm so sorry that I snapped on this episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed crushing. This is probably, I'm about to say this is probably one of the best episodes so far in this series. Until next time, thank you so much for just supporting your girl, listening to the podcast, keep sharing it. If you like what you like, if you know someone needs this, share this episode for sure. Until next time.